Good afternoon, everybody. Um, I am Barb Lawrence. I'm the grants coordinator with Loudoun County. Um, I welcome you all today to our round two of CARES Act funding opportunity for our current grantees. So thank you for attending and most importantly, thank you for the amazing work uh, that you do in our community to provide services to our residents, particularly in these unprecedented times. Um, so we'll, with that, we'll move forward. So our presentation today, uh, we will cover an overview of round one reporting requirements and then we will review the round two CARES Act funds and the application process. So we'll start with our reporting requirements. Um, you all would have received um, this spreadsheet um, that we've asked you to complete as part of the certification for receiving funds. Part of that um, is about reporting. So we've asked, um, um, so we've sent this all to you and what we would like you to do is um, we all, you all submitted an initial proposal. Um, no organization was received full funding. So we're asking you in the first column of each of the spending categories. So the operating, the salaries, supplies, equipment, travel, and other. And in this example, I'm using the service expansion reporting template. In the proposed column, we're asking you to tell us what you initially proposed in your initial application for round one CARES Act funds. Um, so you may have requested $100,000. So the proposed um, total column should equal that $100,000. You may have received um, $50,000 as your award. So in the revised column of each of the spending categories, we're asking you to show us how you pivoted um, your spending plan. How did your spending plan change based on the award amount? So you would put that in the revised column of each of your categories. And then in the spent column, we're asking you to submit what you have spent to date through September 15th. I know some of you have already submitted reports, which is great. Um, so whether it's through August 30th, whatever that date is, that you tell us how much you have spent only of your CARES Act funds. Some um, organizations have turned in spending plans that have included your overall organization spending through the pandemic, through from March 1st through whatever that date you chose, we are only asking for what you have spent with your CARES Act awards. So in this case, it would have been that 50,000 or it would actually be the $25,000 because we only asked for, um, you only invoice for 50% of that upfront. So in this first round of spending, we're looking to see how you have spent that 50% of your total award um, through whatever date you've chosen. It may have been August for August 30th, it may be September 15th. Um, so that's the reporting spending, um, the reporting uh, spending plan. So I know there's been lots of questions. Again, I want to reiterate that we're only looking at your CARES Funds Act funds. 
um, and not any other dollars that you've received. And again, Loudoun County CARES Act funds. I know some organizations may have received funds through the towns, but again, we're just asking for the Loudoun County CARES Act funds. So I know we may have some um, questions at the end uh, regarding that, which is fine. And I know I've been working with organizations on an individual basis as reports have come in to make some revisions and some corrections on that. Um, so that's the reporting piece of it um, that we're all required to do. And I know we've also gotten some feedback that it's a lot of reporting, um, that it requires 100% backup. So we are looking for those payroll reports. We're looking for invoices. We're looking for receipts um, that can all tie back to how you have spent your CARES Act funds. Um, now we will move into um, the actual, there you go, the actual application process for round two. Um, just to reiterate that on uh, September 1st of 2020, the Loudoun County Board of Supervisors accepted Loudoun's second allocation of CARES Act funds totaling uh, $36.08 million. Of that, $2.25 million has been allocated to nonprofits and faith-based organizations who are pro providing services in Loudoun County. And of that $2.25 million, uh, we had $1.75 allocated for nonprofit support, so funds to support uh, increased life-sustaining uh, services being provided through nonprofits such as yours. And then there's another $500,000 specifically earmarked for emergency food assistance. Again, similar or the same um, criteria that we had in round one of the CARES Act is that um, CARES Act funds can be used only for direct response to the pandemic, including public health needs. Um, and second order effects of the pandemic, such as service disruption or economic supports to those impacted by the pandemic. And again, CARES Act funds cannot be used for revenue replacement or for donation loss. The CARES Act provides that payments from the fund may be only used to cover costs that are necessary expenditures due to the pandemic were not accounted for in a budget most recently approved as of March 27th, and expenses that were incurred during the period that begins March 1st of 2020 and ends December 30th of 2020. So to be eligible to receive funding through um, this pot of funding, you have to be in good standing with the state of Virginia SCC, and you must be a 501c3 organization. Um, there, there's uh, five actually separate, um, well, four. We have food assistance, uh, and this program is an extension of the food assistance program that began in April. Organizations may request funding for the purchase of food and food delivery expenses. Again, we have service expansion. 
um, this program provides foods to organizations that demonstrate they have significantly expanded their services due to the pandemic. We have the interruption program, uh, which provides funds to organizations that can demonstrate they have to ha they had to have they had to interrupt, excuse me, their services due to the COVID-19. And then we've added a new category um, called nonprofit service continuity and this program provides funds to organizations that can demonstrate that their level of services and residents served have maintained at a consistent stable level but have had unexpected costs due to COVID-19. And I, um, so again organizations can apply for one of these categories or you can apply for food assistance and expansion um, together jointly. Services can also include direct or indirect costs, but again, all associated uh, with COVID-19. For existing grantees for round two, we try to simplify and streamline the process um, for existing grantees. So for this round, you'll be required to submit your mid-cycle report for round one. You'll be required to submit your second invoice for round one of the second half of the funds that you received um, during the first round, and then submit a new spending plan with a narrative, provide six months of your organization's financial statement, and then should you apply for service interruption, we're also asking you again to submit a written attestation from your board leadership um, if you're applying for that, describing um, that you continue to have that interruption. Tomorrow um, morning, the application will be available on the Loudoun County website. This is the link in which you can find it. Um, we can also post that in the chat box for people. And then now I'm going to walk you through um, what one of the applications will look like. This um, is an example of the service expansion. We'll stick with that theme. Um, so this is what it'll look like when you come up. You'll put your organization name here. If it's different, if the legal name is different, um, put that there. And then we have a box here where you can uh, press yes because you're a current grantee. This will eliminate a lot of the other additional information that we asked you to submit in the first round and that we'll be asking new grantees to submit, but it'll skip over a lot of information that we already have from you. So just making sure your um, contact information is up to date, a brief sentence or overview of what your request is. And then on the next page, we'll ask you um, what services you've expanded in this particular case, a small description of that expansion. And the next slide we'll ask you, this is where we'll ask you to um, put in your spending plan, um, how you intend to spend your uh, second round of CARES Act funds. So we're asking you um, to, to fill in actual amounts if you received uh, CARES Act funds uh, Previously, you can put those in, but then we're particularly looking at your spending, what you propose to spend September, October, November of the remaining months of uh, the CARES Act funds. Your total amount requested will go here, 
And then for each category, we're just asking you to give us a little description of what your request is about. On the next page and the last page, uh, if indeed you're requesting any salary information, we're just asking you to put in what your full-time and part-time salary looks like um, throughout the calendar year. Here's where you will upload your six months worth of financial statements. Um, if you want to share any other information with us, there's a box to do so here. And then we come to the last page where we're asking you to um, upload your mid-cycle report. And this is where you can also upload your invoice uh, for the second half of round one, and then any other additional information um, that you would like to provide. Um, and then we're asking for an email address of the authorizing official, and that's it. You hit the submit button and um, you'll get a response back thanking you for your application. Um, so again, we tried to simplify it to make it a little bit easier, user-friendly, a little quicker for you to go through the process and not requiring you to provide the, the documents that we requested before. Um, the timeline rolling application process will open tomorrow morning. The final deadline for applications will be submitted for applications to be submitted will be Wednesday, September 30th at 5 p.m. And then final reports uh, for your CARES Act funds will be due Monday, uh, January 4th, 2021. And with that, we'll open it up to questions. Barb, we have a number of questions in the chat box. Um, so I am okay. going to go down the list and um, we will get started. So the first question, um, is the spending plan to include the round one CARES Act or just round two? So that's a good question. Um, and Megan, chime in here. Do we want them to include um, their first round in the in that March through August or partway through September, or we just want to keep it with the round two? So I think it would be cleaner if we keep it with the round two. Um, we know Perfect. that you've received in round one. And for the spending plan, we really want you to focus on the additional funds that you would need to complete your work um, or to enhance um, expenses that you're, um, that you're incurring as a result of COVID. So we just wanna make sure that you're able to expend them by the end of December. So you need to be realistic um, but also as aggressive as you need in your spending plan. But it should only be the proposed round two request. The next question um, is similar. Uh, it's better is so we're assuming that it's better not to include anything from round one spending plan. That's correct. Um, we know that we we have the, the totals from round one. So if you do need additional funding, we can um, you know, look at it with fresh eyes for round two. Um, another question is related to um, costs. So can we apply for costs that were not covered by round one due to the amount received 
um, that fell short? I would need certainly if it's if you did if you're looking for more funds during the round one and you didn't receive those and you still need dollars to provide or to um, cover your costs that were COVID expenses, then yes, you can apply for the additional funds. Okay. The next question is, if we are going to request money to distribute to residents for utilities, what category would that fall under? Operations or other categories? I would, uh, given it's a direct um, client uh, cost, um, not an organization cost, I suggest putting it under other and then explaining to us that it is a direct client cost. The next question is, um, so to get the second 50% is the second round. Um, and to get that remaining, do we need to resubmit application and financials again? Um, so I think that's a, a quick question. Um, the second round is in addition to your second 50%. Um, so you would receive your second installment from round one. And if you need additional dollars um, above and beyond, your full allocation, you would want to apply for round two. Yes. The next question is, will the final report due on 1-4-21 be one single report for both rounds of funding? It would include, uh, so we're asking you to do a, a mid-cycle for round one, that's due September 30th, or to send it in along with your application. The a report that's due January 1st of 2021 would include um, a report on those second, your second half of round one and the round two funds. Okay. Next, we had to hire an online service coordinator to manage the online programs as a result of the pandemic. Could we use the CARES Act funds to fund the salary of this new employee? Yes, you may. If you received funds in round one for service expansion, can you apply in round two for a different category where you still have needs? For example, Absolutely. now under service continuity. Absolutely, yes, um, you can certainly do that. Okay. Does round two need to be related to the round one ask? We asked for food assistance in round one and seek to ask for additional expansion unrelated to meal expenses in round two. Um, similar to the question prior, you can um, shift if you have additional needs that you've come across um, that's different from your round one um, ask, certainly you can ask for funds in a different category in round two. Uh, related to reporting, if you haven't received the first installment of round one and are applying for round two, do you submit one or two reports in January? Um, so if I understood it correctly, you haven't received your initial 50% of round one. If I'm hearing that correct. I think that's correct, hope, yes. Um, so if indeed you don't receive those funds, I hope that you do. Um, 
uh, re please reach out to me if um, you haven't received them by uh, this week. Um, we can see what the if there is any holdup on our part. I know that some of the payments were delayed um, with some new profits that haven't done new nonprofits that haven't done uh, business with the county before. We had a we had to get W nines and we had to get you set up in our system, so it did delay that payment process a little bit. Um, and then unfortunately, um, now we're kind of dependent on our US Postal Service to get the, the funds to you. And I have heard that there's been delays, but reach out just to make sure that there's nothing on our end that has caused any delays. And I can certainly share with you when um, the, the payment was processed. How it, so going back to that, yes, you would um, have to, um, well, Megan, help me here a little bit. We would want to have some report, but if you haven't received any funds. Um, yes, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so um, so I think you would still submit one report in January because all funds have to be expended by the end of December. Bye. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. yes. So the next question is, would the county reconsider the final reporting date from January 4th since January 1st, 2nd, and 3rd are a holiday and weekend? Unfortunately, the county is tied to their own reporting. And if I, if I recall correctly, the county's reporting is due um, to this date on January 8th. Um, so it just gives us a quick couple of days of turnaround for the county to review all of your reports um, so we can submit a report to the state. So unfortunately, um, that cannot be changed. Next question. Uh, so we need to submit our most recent six months of financial statements, even though we submitted six months of financial statements in round one. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. We have to sanitize the building every time we use it for print services. Could we use these funds for sanitizing the building? Um, can you help me with this one, Megan? Um, I know this has come up um, in the past. Mm -hmm. um, yes, so so the the issue with sanitizing buildings or any buildings um, that are used for prayer services, they have to be open to the public. Um, and so that is something that you would have to consider within your congregation and your um, your building's leadership. So, so if you are able to open up your building to the public um, and can assure that it would be um, open to the public for um, other services, then it would qualify for sanitizing. Um, the, there is a Virginia code that is very clear that um, any of the funds cannot be used to support religious services. However, um, what we are working towards is if there's anything that is public um, and able to be open to the public, we are working to allow those particular expenses. Thank you. Mm -hmm. The next question, will the answers to these really thoughtful questions be available as we move forward? Yes, we will post them um, on our website and uh, we have a 
another webinar this afternoon with um, new, potentially new grantees, our first time uh, requests. Um, so I know there'll be more questions coming out of that. So we will post everything on the website. All right. Uh, and it looks like this is the last question from the chat box. Is it required to apply for round two or may we just invoice for the second half of our round, round one grant if those funds were sufficient for our needs? Um, you are not required to uh, apply for round two if indeed that second half of your round one will cover your expenses, that's great. So there's no requirement to apply for round two. All right, there are no other questions in the chat box. Um, so what I suggest doing now is opening up the lines for additional questions for those who may not have felt comfortable typing in the chat box. Um, so I will be unmuting the lines and I will be stopping the recording um, just for quality purposes for the, the actual recording. So 